Welcome back to the Fast Break, episode 170, season two, episode 20. Uh, today we're going to be doing our mid, or I guess not mid, kind of mid season, but about a month out from the All Star game. We're going to be making our All Star ballots today. For those of you that don't know, each conference uh, gets 12 players. Obviously, five starters that consist of two guards and three front court players, and then seven bench players, which goes the same format, and then you add in two wild cards. Um, obviously, the NBA has done a nice job of making the game interesting by adding the uh, team captain format, so that will continue this year. Um, but before we get into that, we've had some uh, inquiries on the podcast. Um, so, shout out to uh, my guy, Ryan Cathy. I hear Aaron, you have a story to tell about him. That's uh, one, of, one of my favorite varsity players. So I, I'd like to hear this story. The, the story is getting a little uh, overhyped at this point. I, it was just supposed to be like a casual thing about it. But then all of a sudden I'm getting DM or uh, I guess just text from Ryan where at your Bengal shindig, while well, you're all over there watching the game, Nick is taking pictures of your phone, whether it was willingly or unwilling, and then forwarding it to Kathy, and then Kathy's telling me, hey, what story have you got over there? And I was like, this was never supposed to be a thing, but Nick is taking things out of proportion, and it is getting unreasonable. So. Well, I mean, Nick always takes things out of proportion, and I have no problem. I mean, I will, I will uh, con- control my hatred uh for anybody else except for nick because nick is just the open uh list everybody can take fire at nick on this podcast mm-hmm. well yeah, he are, she is also related to, so it's not even anything so basically brayden uh brayden and kathy they're friends right so this is all in good nature but brayden was making fun of kathy for being sad about not starting and then kathy was making fun of brayden for making fun of him so uh then anyways uh then somehow nick's like Hey, go to this episode of the Fast Break where uh, Ben and Aaron make fun of Brayden. So they pull out this episode from August, um, uh-huh. where we are just saying, "Oh, Brayden, he's a bully of the team. Nobody likes him. Whatever." And so Sam and I think it might. I, I need to add in Brayden is the uh, just for those of you that are our Australian and New Zealand viewers. Brayden is the uh, this week's RP Diamond Athlete of the Week. Just so uh-huh. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's good, and I'm actually chill with him now. But anyways, uh, Sam and Ryan, I think Sam pulled it up. We're like listening to this episode. I think Sam might be an avid viewer, honestly. I think it's like on a on speed dial on his phone, which uh, which would be yeah. nice. And they were both like. They were just like going crazy. They're like, Ben Hicks is my man. This is so amazing. And I was like, all right, whatever. But uh, it just it just was blown out of proportion. I just thought it was funny that they they like all like tracked. It. And then we get into locker room and everyone's like, last four minutes of episode 176. It's so funny. And uh, well, you mean it's probably episode 76? 156. No, it was this August. We've only recorded like. Oh yeah, we use it one fifty six. I guess yeah. It was one fifty six. Right. I mean one sixty six. I don't know, but uh, I, that was that I was. Think that was all I think we've got the formula. The way to get more viewers is just to start making up lies that attack other players, and then everybody on the team goes and views them. So that that's so, how we get our viewership up. So the only the whole story is just about a joke saying that Kathy is a loyal listener of the Fast Break because he knew right where to find this episode. But um, uh, anyways, so, uh, I, I think we need to have a new member on every time. I mean, I, someone was saying that. You know, we just bring the microphone to team dinner and let them pass it around, and uh, that, that we can have a have a yeah, team episode. 
the whole the whole dinner. I I I'd be for that, even though none of us no. are there. Just, just, yeah, no. You can just give Nick the reins like he had in the beginning, and just see what happens. Yeah, just 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 give them a microphone, see what happens. Or you know, we'll episode, have Ryan uh, for, for episode one eighty uh, team dinner experience. I guess. Yeah, I we, we can have everyone give their anonymous thoughts about the program that will not be uh, attributed with anyone in any format. Well, can you like decode the voices so it's all just like <laughs> it's in like all monotone? You can't tell who's talking. <laughs> Everyone's like making fun of everybody else and like uh, giving their giving their anonymous thoughts. You just stick a microphone in the corner of a locker room, in the corner of the locker room, just for like a week. Oh yeah. Just... yeah everyone... Yeah, yeah, everyone. Like, I know everyone like. I, I think everyone likes each other, but everyone says like mean stuff about everybody. So yeah, I, I, it seems like a genuine brotherhood, but I don't know. You never know sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like the only way to find out is to is to plant that microphone, and we'll just see what goes yeah. down. All right, all right. So on to the uh, real topic of the day. Now that we've lost all the other viewers, since now we're just on your four loyal viewers, mm-hmm. um, we're going including Ryan Kathy, of course. We know he's still listening. Yeah, we know he's still. He's listening. one of the four loyal great. ones. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, I guess let's start. Um, let's start with your leading vote getters for both conferences. I, I guess. Um, well, some of the voting has actually come out. I don't have it pulled up, but uh, if you want to start with the starters. Well, I, well, well, I guess are you doing your prediction or what your ballot would be if you're like a member of the media? I would say it's. I, I'm. I'm. I'm doing what my predict. I don't know. I'm doing what my picks would be. But I feel like okay, it, yeah. it's pretty closely aligned. Like, it's my opinion. I'm not, like, predicting exactly who's going to win. I didn't look at, the, like, the vote numbers too much. But I feel like it's going to be pretty accurate. Like, maybe towards the end of the ballot on the East, it could change a little. But I feel like there, there's a bit of a consensus just across, across both conferences. Yep. All right. Uh, so give me your, your vote, your, your leading vote getter then. Uh, I guess for for the West, I, I haven't looked at it, but I'm feeling like it's probably going to be Curry or it could be LeBron again. I haven't even seen what the votes are looking like, but uh, I, I, I definitely have them both being starters. In the East, uh, I don't know who, who's leading right now. Is it KD or Giannis? I'm guessing it's one of them. Yeah, I think it's probably KD. So I guess I'll start in the West. Um, I'll give you my leading vote getter, Steph Curry. And joining him in the backcourt, I've got John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies as the other guard starter. And then I think the the West front court is actually very deep. I think my my two bench guys could be considered to be started. But uh, starting, I had LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Paul George of the Los Angeles Clippers. Hmm. I think I think the West was pretty easy, and I don't really think I I don't think I think this is what it's going to be. I think it's going to be Curry and John Morant, and then LeBron Jokic and Rudy Gobert. Uh, I think there's a chance that Donovan Mitchell could be the second guard, but I, I feel like Paul George has just kind of gone un, unheralded this year. Uh, he was leading the league in points per game for a while, but I, I just can't see him getting it right now. I mean, Gobert's in like fourth or fifth for MVP odds right now. So although that seems unlikely, I feel like he, he has gotten some media attention. Uh, and especially because while he's been gone the last couple of weeks, the Jazz just haven't been winning games. And just shows how important uh, he is. So I feel like he's kind of getting respected. Although this year probably he won't even win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, we'll have that in another episode coming coming up. But he he's not the favorite for that award. So uh, I have the same thing as you, just that one switch with Gobert over Paul George. But obviously I have uh, PG as a reserve for me. 
Yeah, obviously, what, watch, I've watched some Clippers games this year. It kind of reminds me of the Indiana, Indiana Pacers, Paul George days. I honestly think watching him play, he's better running his own team. I don't, I don't think the record for L.A. is as good as it was last year or as good as those early 2010 Pacer days. But I, I think he's one of really the stars of this generation um, that will kind of be forgotten, kind of like a Patrick Ewing or Reggie Miller that wasn't really up there um, as like one of the best players, but a very, very talented player. Um, so watching him kind of lead his own, own team just for this short period of time has been fun. Um, so I guess as we move into the East now, uh, I guess I'll do starters there and we'll head back to the West. Uh, my leading vote getter there is Kevin Durant. Joining him in the front court, I've got Giannis Antetokounmpo of the reigning champion Bucks, and then Joel Embiid from the Sixers. And my two starting guards were Trey Young and James Harden. Okay. Wait, you don't have DeMar DeRozan starting? I had him. I considered it, and I took him out. No, DeMar DeRozan is the only lock for the back. He's starting 100%. First up, he's like a million up in the votes. Like, he... Yeah, no, I, I guarantee he will start, but if it's my bat, bat one, I'm not going to. You, not don't, you don't have him start. It's more likely that both Bulls guards start than uh, one of them doesn't. DeRozan, I, DeRozan is going to start 100%. I think he should. Like, he's been so good. Uh, he's the, definitely the best player on their team, at least at this point. Uh, it's close, but he, he's well, just Well, if so we get us a coach making appearance, we have Coach Glam on here. He'll, uh, he'll vouch for both those guards to start, being the avid Bulls fan that he is. Yeah, I mean, he's just been really good. I mean, I, I guess you can think otherwise. But this is the best year he's had in a while with the Spurs. He was just playing a different role. But this year, he's just led this team. He's shooting shots at the end of the games. He's uh, The ball's going through him on all the possessions. And I just think that – Well, with the Spurs, he was playing the four for some reason, which I never understood. I mean, he's still like a three here. I mean, it's positionless basketball. It's, it's like – it's not like Vucevic is having a real presence on this team, but DeMar hasn't been an all-star since like uh, Toronto. I think, I don't think he was an all-star with the Spurs at all. So it, it's good to see him back. And I think he, he will start, I guess you can think otherwise, but I haven't seen um, really much from the other guys. You had Trey young. And then who is, who is your other starter? Oh, James Harden. James Harden is nearly averaging a triple double. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's done it before. I think James Harden's more likely than Trey young probably. But he's also only oh, – I guess he has played a lot of games. But 23 points, I don't know. I, I, I just haven't seen that going around, which which I guess is not very good argument. But I just feel like the, the other two options I, – I, I have DeRozan and Trey Young, so maybe that's not the smartest pick. Maybe I'm not giving a very good argument. But it just seems like Harden really hasn't shown it. Maybe that's the only thing. Maybe I just haven't seen it. I mean, his numbers hold up. But just uh, the impact he's had, the Nets are still really good. They're still – uh, second in the East, I, I didn't come to mind when these other uh, rising stars, I guess, uh, have been so good. But you have to value the consistency, and he's really good. Yeah, I mean, Trey Young got pretty much identical numbers to last year and a worse record, and somehow he wasn't an all-star last year, which made no sense. Um, but, yeah, I think he should start. He's averaging 29 points a game or something ridiculous. I, I, I still don't understand why that team's not winning games. It seems like John Collins wants out, but – I mean, at this point last year, they're in the same situation. They turned it on uh, come February and March, so we'll see. Who are your uh, starting forwards? Yeah, so I had DeRozan, Trey Young, and then Katie, Giannis, and Bede. I, I, I didn't – I mean, I think Katie, Giannis, and Bede is probably pretty self-explanatory. I, I really don't see Tatum or Butler getting, getting a good chance of starting. The Celtics have just been not very good at all. 
and uh, Jimmy Butler didn't even make the All-Star game last year, and he, he's been pretty good this year, but I don't, I don't see either of them really being contenders for starting spots in the front court. Yep, all right. Let's go back to the West now with the reserves. Um, I guess let's go with your two. I kind of did it, like, in order of, like, kind of my ranking order. So I'll go with, like, my two guards and forwards, and then we'll come back to the wild cards if that's okay with you. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right, so my two reserve guards at number like uh, my my first off to starting was Donovan Mitchell, and then I had Luka Doncic following him. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. I also have Donovan Mitchell and Luka, but uh, when I was doing these rankings, I really wasn't looking too hard into the numbers. Uh, I was just kind of doing it based on general feel, which is not the way most people have, are are going to be doing their ballots. People are going to be more educated than my picks, but it seems like. Luka Doncic, I mean, he's closer to averaging triple-double than Harden is. He's at, like, 28, 8.5, and 9, like, really good numbers. 27 games played, but everybody's missed game this year. I don't think that's too much a ding on him. But I guess it's just because the Mavericks haven't been winning as much. It doesn't really seem like he's in the conversation for MVP or even all-star starter. Like, he was he was behind the votes for – uh, John Morant so far in the uh, polls that have come out so far. But, I mean, he's a lock for the All-Star game. He's probably going to uh, never miss an All-Star game for the next, I don't know, 10 years of his career, probably be in MVP conversations. Uh, but I guess it, you can only put it down to the numbers there why I have him as a reserve, I mean, the record. Yeah, Don Mitchell's also averaging 25 points a game on, I think, close to 50-40-90. So yeah. he's got to be a – an all-star this year and Utah again, I think top half of the uh, West once again. So then uh, my three reserve forwards are Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, who I both thought could have been uh, considered to start over Paul George. I think LeBron and Jokic were locked in, but I considered Towns right. and Gobert yeah. for that Makes third sense. spot. And then I also have Brandon Ingram as the last. Ooh, I, I, I did not see that coming. And I didn't, I didn't even really consider Brandon Ingram. Uh, I have Draymond Green. I don't think that's that's going to be a, a numbers thing. It's obviously not a numbers thing, but he's making this All-Star game. He's 100% making this All-Star game. It's more likely... I, I, that, I didn't even consider Draymond Green. I, I could see that, though. I honestly could see that. He's had a great year. The just, Warriors are so good, they're getting two All-Stars, and it's more likely that Wiggins makes an All-Star game than Brandon Ingram does, because the Pelicans... I I definitely consider Wiggins. He was the Pelicans are so awful. I couldn't couldn't seriously get myself to put Andrew Wiggins in the All Star game because he's averaging like (laughs) down in three assists. Oh, he's definitely not deserving. But you have to give the Warriors two All Stars, and the problem is it's Curry, and then like who else has it been? That's the amazing part is that the Warriors have been. Is Draymond averaging double digits in any category though? He's like nine. I seriously doubt it. It's probably like nine, six, and eight or something. Yeah, I mean. uh, I you just have to. I mean, on the core role, though, he's probably one of the twelve most valuable players in the and Western he has, Conference. And he is their second guy. You have to say he's the yeah. second guy, uh, which is why I think he's gonna make it. Now, maybe he's probably more deserving of a wild card position. But the problem is, both my wild cards are guards, so yeah, I, I put him in as a forward. Uh, and then I also have Paul George and Carl Anthony Towns. So that's what I ended up with. Uh, wait, I, I, I won't say who my snub in the forward position was until I hear where your reserves were. The guy left off but my snub, kind of. I don't think he was Wiggins. No. He didn't deserve it, though. I'm going to have a huge snub here, and I can I know this, but uh, my first wild card, they are both guards, is Damian Lillard. Um, and my I, don't, second, I don't have Damian Lillard. My second one is DeJounte Murray. So, yes, I left off Devin. I left off Devin you Lillard. left off both Suns players. Both Suns, really? Yeah. 
I mean, I did not consider Chris Paul. Devin Booker was very considered, but I think DeJounte Murray is more deserving. I, I don't know. I think that the Suns are so good, too. They're first in the West, and they don't get any All-Stars. That's not happening. I mean, it can be your pick, but it's not happening. I, I yeah, think, it's not happening. That's just my pick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, we both left off Anthony Davis, though. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could go on a, We could have a 45-minute episode just me ranting about the Lakers and how bad they that, are. That's the one I, I was curious at whether you had him in or not. Uh, I didn't, uh, and it's not even like games played or anything really. It's just that the Lakers Probably will be an All Star still for some reason. I don't think I don't think he will. I I feel like the he was one of the players that I always knew he was good, but I never really saw like where the top five in the league buzz was. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lakers just aren't great, and he's not really taking over this team ever or really having that uh, role. I mean, he he's been really good, and his numbers still always hold up. He's a little below the average games played mark for a typical all-star, but it's a COVID year, and you can give that excuse to a lot of people. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we both agree not having him there. I didn't have Damian Lillard because he's been injured for, like, two weeks anyways. I think he'll be back before the all-star game, but he's probably not going to be in peak shape. And the Trailblazers are, like, a while below 500. Like, they're just not very good. Uh, that being said, the Spurs are at, like – one third of their games being won, they're just not good either. So having Dejounte Murray, it, it, you can't really give the give the record case either. So that's why I actually have both Suns guards as my wild card. I, I just think I get that Chris Paul isn't uh, gonna blow you away with his numbers, although he usually is towards uh, leading the league in assists. I think he is leading the league in assists right now. He's above ten. Um, but this the Suns making it to the finals last year. I think they have a good chance of making it again this year, uh, just because the Warriors and the Suns have just been the most consistent teams. The Jazz close behind, and then surprisingly, the Grizzlies being really good too. And uh, we both had John Moran as one of our starters. But I think that uh, Chris Paul has to get some credit for what he did last year. And I know that uh, when, when you're making your ballot, it doesn't really make sense to credit last year's success, but that happens a lot. And I think that. It will happen. And I think I would even pick him because the Suns being first in the West uh, behind Devin Booker, there's not a ton of help. It's a really well-rounded out team, but I'm going to give some of that credit to Chris Paul, which is why I also have him as a reserve. Yeah. I just couldn't put someone averaging like 13 points a game on my all-star ballot. I guess you put someone averaging. Nine I put two. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's a little odd. Um, yeah, I guess so. I think we're at, we're in accordance on street clothes on street clothes Davis uh, though, which is good to, good to see. Um, I guess moving on to the East now, my two reserve guards are the Bulls backcourt of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, no question there. Those will both be all-stars. And like you mentioned, they could both be all-star starters. Yeah, I have Harden and Levine. So we had our same four uh, across both of it. But I was just looking at Draymond Green here. He's been an all-star, what, three three times in his career. And none of them, he was averaging more than like 14 points per game. So it's not unprecedented. I mean, He's not a typical all-star, but I think it's going to happen. Uh, he made it once averaging 10 and once averaging 11, too. So uh, it'll, it'll just be interesting. I think he will make it, but uh, it would just be weird to see a guy with those numbers if they put it up on the screen. But I think Harden, Levine, DeRozan, Trey Young, I mean, uh, I don't know if DeMar DeRozan even is a guard. You're right. He played like power forward, basically, with the Spurs. And uh, they, they he's still – I mean, they play – Vucevic and then assortment of uh, forward guard players around there. So I would say all four of those players are very deserving, though. I don't really see to any other guard uh, taking one of those spots. Yep. 
Uh, all right, so now my three forwards, my number one vote-getter, although I don't think any of these guys were in contention to start, um, Jimmy Butler, followed by Jason Tatum, and then the yearly last guy in the All-Star game, I've got Chris Middleton making it once again. Yeah, Chris Middleton hasn't been great, though. Has he? Like, I feel like Drew Holiday... He's averaging 25-5, and five, which is why... Uh, yeah, I guess. The Bucks are on a roll right now, so... I, I, I take too much of their success to my 2K ratings. That's how I gauge how good a player's been doing. Drew Holiday's rate uh, above Chris Middleton now. Uh, but ahead of Russell Westbrook as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Isaiah Thompson's still like a 78. And he's, uh, anyways. Not on a roster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, there's there's no way Chris. I keep saying that, though. I don't know why I'm saying that's your picks. It doesn't matter what, whether you will or not. But uh, I, I have Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler here. Um, and I think they both will make it. They're both in these consistent Heat Celtics teams who haven't been stunning the league. I guess the Heat have actually been pretty good, but the Celtics have just been terrible. Um, and I think Jimmy Butler, after not making it, not making it at all last year, I think there's a good chance he makes it this year, whether it's a forward or is one of the wild card spots. Yeah. Um, did you say your forwards or no? Yeah, I have Tatum and Butler. I don't know if I mentioned that. But... Who was your third forward? Oh, oh, Jared Allen. I didn't mention that. I think Jared, Jared Allen. Jared Allen, APR is going to be on the floor. Jared Allen is making the All-Star game, though. He's good. He and this- not, though. He's like – I got a different cab in the All-Star game. It's not Jared Allen, though. <laughs> if, if you have Darius Garland, and that is even a worse pick. But J- Jared Allen is actually, like – I mean, it, it, it's not cr- – it is kind of crazy. But the Cavs have to get an All-Star – and there's not really that many it's other. It's not going to be Jared Allen. I'll there's tell you that. not. What other forward like can you have? Like there's Bam at a bio there. Like he's Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is not starting every year. Chris Middleton is not going to be No, no. I, I, it's definitely going to be Jared Allen, and he's shooting like fifty-seven percent from the field. It's process of elimination. There's nobody else available. I, it's, Chris Middleton is definitely available. He's averaging better numbers, better efficiency on a better team. And he's not as exciting, so we're we're giving it to but Jared. He's Allen. like he's every voter's likes it. Like every guy, every person finally calls it a safe school. Chris Middleton is every voter's safe school. It's just like oh, Chris Middleton's there. I got I got one spot left. Okay, well, Middleton. guess what? Tobias Harris has the same numbers, but I don't know if he's ever made an All Star game. So he's not Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton just has yeah, that yeah. safety vibe about him. All right, all right. And then my two wild cards. I already forced. He's averaging like Wiggins numbers. 20 and five. What is this? Wiggins is, is like 17 and two. Wiggins <laughs> does nothing but shoot. I mean, I can't believe you got me railing on Wiggins, but he's like not 20 very points easy. per game, man. No, right. Wig- oh, Wiggins is only averaging 18, 18 and yeah. five. That's not bad. Okay. It's like 18 and three. He, there's no way he's averaging more than three assists a game. Oh no. It's 2.0 career 2.3. Yeah. This guy has some crazy nicknames. How good of he, he was he out of college? The prospect, um, Junior Jordan, Maple Jordan, Mister. Yeah, Fantastic. Maple Jordan was like his big. Like everybody thought he was the next Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I right. think we should give that to, to Jack, Maple Jordan, or Maple Mamba, one of those two. I think that right. rolls up the tongue for uh, for the Canadian, the the, right. the Canuck, as they say. Yeah. All right, my two wild cards: Darius Garland and Bradley Beal. Wizards oh. were like a seed about three weeks ago, and I don't think they've won a game since. Yeah, I I haven't even finished because. The East, like I, we were saying the last time we recorded, like the East is deeper now. They've got more good teams. 
It's so hard picking. Okay, so I have Lamelo Ball making one of the reserves. Uh, I, I he oh, did. That's even that's insane. He's not making the All Star. Yes, game. he is. Lamelo Ball. Is, it's him or Darius Garland that's gonna make it as a guard. It's Garland. The Garland's been picking the All Star game, and Jared Allen is not. There's not. There's just no spots. Like I don't even know who else I'm gonna put in uh, last minute. Like okay, there's Bam out of Dylan Brown's my honorable mention. Just seeing Dylan Brown. Not. I also had, but the Celtics can't get two All Stars. Yeah, and, that's it. Too. Bradley Beal. I mean, he's this is the worst year he's had in ages. So. I don't know. It's going to be I, – I stand by LaMelo Ball will make the All-Star game, though. I disagree. Okay. But that is besides the point. I guess it is. I guess it is have you seen his shoes? They only have, like, one colorway. I've only seen the red one, but they're all right. LaMelo has shoes? Yeah. They're Puma. Sorry, I'm also – I'm actively watching the George Mason-George Washington game right now on CBS. Bro, LaMelo Ball is averaging 27-7. Uh, and 7. Yeah, I, I suppose. And you have Chris Middleton making it on 24 and 3. The forward. I mean, okay. there should be three guards and two forwards, in my opinion. All right. It's a guard oriented league, as they say. Uh huh. Far better. He's definitely better than whatever Darius Garland is averaging, too. All right. Now, for our loyal viewers, give me uh, if there's an ECC All Star game, who from Loveland qualifies? 23 and 8. Garland's at 23 and 8, and uh, Lamelo's at 27 and 7. I, I, I'd say I'd say he gets the nod. No way the Cavs get two either. So, I mean, Jared Allen, obvious pick. There's an ECC All Star game. How many does Loveland get in? How many, are, how many do we get? How many are across the league? There's 10 teams in the league, and there's still, there's still, there's still, no, how many spots are there for the first spots? 24. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd say Jack definitely gets in, and Braden definitely gets in. Yeah, I was gonna say Braden might definitely get in, but Dylan has been. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just like propaganda going around. But Dylan, it seems like he's really good, and he does lock down people. So Dylan's the Draymond. I mean, if you put Draymond on your ballot, you gotta put Dylan on your ballot because, yeah, like, exactly. He, um, Dylan probably provides more value to us than Draymond. Just warrior, got my daily like, numbers. My daily thing ever since I, I was telling you about how oh, good reason never responds to my text. Well, this time, uh, like that one time I sent you that message where I was like, Hope you won't miss me or something. You're like, Not sure if you're getting these. Hopefully, practice will still run all right or whatever. Ever since then, I've gotten a thanks, Aaron, with a period every single day. So happy for the commitment, Coach Reese. Yeah, that. Good, good to hear, Aaron. <laughs> it is good to hear. I'm very, I'm very proud now that he, he's. All right, sure. that'll wrap up this one. I got um, him. Next episode, we're doing NBA awards, and might as well just throw in Loveland varsity team awards just to spice things up a little bit. That would and be interesting. Throw some controversy, you know. Just pick huh? a team MVP and let 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 them come at us, you know. Why not? All right. Ready if you're running for our heads. Let's get more people. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for uh, listening, and we will see you tomorrow.